The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue with our thinking point here. The State Security Agency has disputed reports uh, that claim that the agency has still employed those implicated in the looting of state of billions of rand belonging to the state. An expose by News24 re- revealing uh, that organized criminal networks which had captured and paralyzed the agency by setting up parallel intelligence structures and looted Upwards of 1.5 billion rand between 2008 and 2018 remain firmly entrenched in that organization. So that's the crux of what that News 24 expose and investigation revealed. Uh, Mava Scott is the spokesperson for the State Security Agency and joins me now. Mava, good morning. Thank you for your time today. Morning, Kathy, and the listeners. Thank you for having us. So the allegations, of course, are quite serious because I think more broadly, when we look at the work that has come out of the Zondo Commission of Inquiry, there clearly has been a, 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 a description of how dangerous uh, the waters that some of the SSA operators were treading in, how dangerous those were, and what the impact overall on the state that these parallel structures has caused. As far as the State Security Agency is concerned, it is, is it disputed that these parallel agencies existed to begin with? Thank you very much uh, once again, uh, Kathy. Um, it's true that these have been ventilated uh, through a number of reports. You will recall in 2018 uh, that the Mufamadi report also reflected on these. And recently you've had, as you mentioned, in the Zondo Commission, a number of affidavits uh, that have been deposed in that respect. All of that information is being acknowledged, and I can confirm that as the agency we have uh, responded to some of these issues um, as requested by the Zondo Commission, and yes, the impact is quite huge, not only in the agency, but in the country. But work is happening in terms of implementing the recommendations that were contained in the Mufamadi report to try and deal with all these issues and ensure that the agency is brought back to its original mandate, uh, which is the protection and safeguarding Mm. of the territorial integrity Uh, of our country and safety of its citizens. So, so, so Mother, just so that we're clear, and just briefly for me then, it's, it's not questioned, as, as you've highlighted, based on these various reports, that there they, they have been parallel structures created in the state security agency. Look, call it what you want. There have been issues that have been raised which are irregular. But these are matters that remain uh, issues of litigation, issues of reviews of reports. Uh, they are still being ventilated at various forums. So I do not want to give a conclusive response to you and say, yes, there was a parallel structure or what kind of a structure was in existence. But clearly, as the reports are saying, there have been irregularities that have been going on, and these are the issues that are being ventilated uh, in the public space. And the agency is quite keen to ensure that it responds appropriately to all the concerns that have been raised, and even 
in the current uh, moment, uh, you do realize that we are hard at work in terms of putting in place um, measures to ensure that we respond uh, to all of these issues that have been identified as problems besetting the agency and impacting on the country. Let's talk then about the officials who would have been held accountable, who would have been identified as well by these multiple reports, including uh, the Mufamadi report as having been central to uh, this irregular irregularities as as you describe it how many officials were suspended um for corruption associated to these structures and you know effectively the looting of this 1.5 billion rand in respect of this report that you have quoted i think it looks at the period 2008 to 2018 there has been a number of uh, officials or members that have been on suspension on various allegations, including mm. uh, f- fraud, including corruption, and just others generally misconduct. But the posture of that report is quite misleading to say that for us to bring back those people is actually to reinforce criminal networks in the agents. I think they've got it all wrong because what we did in essence, was to try and conform to our own regulations that are saying that if you suspend a person, you must ensure that you conclude an investigation. If you are unable to charge that person in a period of 18 months, you must then bring back the person into the fold of the organization, which is what happened. So to term that a reinforcement of criminal networks, I think, is to take it too far. Mr. Scott, how many officials were were suspended in well, relation to these? You're looking roughly at about eight. You're looking at roughly at about eight to ten. I don't have the exact figure. I will have to go back and check. But you you you're looking roughly at about eight to ten people uh, that have been suspended in that period. Uh, some of which have been reinstated back into the organization, owing to what I've just explained, that most of them have been sitting at home um, you so, know, so, almost uh, for two to three years. So, so when you look at the regulations, right, and why they were suspended in the first place, and this issue of charges not being brought against them, when you as an organization suspended these individuals, on what grounds, number one, were they being suspended? And did the organization undertake its own disciplinary processes in as far as satisfying itself against answering the questions that had been raised, uh, which led to these suspensions in the first place? So I'm not talking now about prosecutions that are outside of the SSA. I'm talking about having employees in your organization who are found of this misconduct, what have your own investigations against them revealed? Yes, exactly. This is what I was saying. Uh, Firstly, to say these individuals have been suspended by the organization on allegations of fraud, of corruption, and others on misconduct. But the unfortunate part of that is that these internal investigations were not concluded which is why the, the, the Mufamadi report itself identifies the issue of inconclusive investigations as a problem within the agency because people get suspended on allegations of fraud and corruption, and these are never followed up.
to to a conclusion, and there are no charges that are preferred against those people, which prejudices uh, the people, but also has an impact on the performance of the, of the organization because the people are sitting at home and the fiscus itself because they are getting paid. So those are some of the irregularities um, that have been happening, which have been identified uh, by the reports. And there are measures underway currently to try and resolve But Mr. Issues. Scott, the, the Mufamadi report was released already in 2018, if, if memory serves correct. So, so how is it that post that report, and you yourself have said that for many of these individuals, they have been sitting at home for over three years. Why would it take you longer than three years to be able to run your own investigations. You as an institution are the ones that has brought these charges. Surely you, you should have the kind of information and prioritize these cases that three years would be enough to have dealt with it from a, an internal syst- systemic and, and, and fulfilling your own processes point of view. Yes, the Mofamadi report has got about 73 recommendations. Uh, that needs to be implemented. And I can assure you that we are quite on course in implementing those. With regard to investigations, I think as far back as 2019, there have been efforts internally to ensure that the organization appoints a forensic team just to look into the issues that were raised by Mofamadi in respect of this inconclusive investigation. So it's not like there has not been work happening since the release of the report. As I say, since 19, not not 19, 2019, there have been efforts to try and bring on board a forensic firm internally to look at these investigations. And that work is continuing. I mean, uh, last year in November, Lekwa Advisory Services came on board, which is currently working with the National Prosecuting Authority, the investigative directorate, to follow up and prosecute these cases. So there's a lot of work that's happening to try and reverse all of the misdemeanors that have been identified. We're going to continue the conversation with Mava Scott, who speaks on behalf of the State Security Agency. It's 9.30, and Musa has your headlines. SAFM, leading the conversation. We continue the conversation on the talking point. We are uh, for our thinking point today. We have the spokesperson for the state security agency, Mava Scott, to speak about the individuals uh, that have been implicated in the looting and the setting up of parallel structures within the agency. Uh, you know, and up to uh, in in above actually uh, the amount of 1.5 billion rand is 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 then thought to have uh, been basically taken out of the state security agency in a bid to support whatever operations that uh, these individuals were party to and they were some of them have been suspended by the organizations but it seems they have now been reinstated as those investigations have not been concluded so when it comes then to these investigations Mava Scott who uh, speaks for the state security agency is our guest on this issue this morning when it comes to to these investigations then, um, Mr. Scott, you say in 2019, a forensic firm was uh, appointed to, to do a lot of these investigations. It's now 2022. What have they done in the last three years? 
Unfortunately, at the moment, I cannot give you the details of what has been concluded in terms of the work that they are doing. What I can assure you is that work is continuing in partnership with the National Prosecuting Authority and the Investigative Directorate um, in that regard. But I do want to assure you, and as you've seen in the past uh, month or so, there's a number of cases that have been prosecuted in the Commercial Crimes Court in relation to some of the misdemeanors that happened in the agency. So it's work in progress um, with regard to that, and we hope that quite soon all of these matters uh, will be finalized with the help of the forensic firm. Uh, working with the NPA. So given the fact that effectively these people are back in their jobs, how can you confidently say that this is not a re-entrenching of those old networks? Because uh, did you... Did you bring them back to their jobs with conditions? Are they coming to the office but making tea and not operating under the function of which they were previously employed? Firstly, we must understand that these people were suspended on the basis of allegations. And these allegations, despite the fact that these people stayed away from the organization on suspension, have not been concluded. So it would be unfair to label them as criminals because all of these issues and the allegations preferred or or made against them must be proven or tested in court and that has not happened so if you reinstate a person who faces allegations of that nature you do not look at that person as a criminal because the rule of law implores us in fact to be fair to people they must be given uh, a hearing uh, in respect of the allegations that are, that are made against them. But secondly, the agency is aware of those allegations. We're not just going to drop the ball. We're aware of the allegations, and internally, the probe that I spoke about, which is being conducted by the forensic firm, will also focus on those issues to follow up on the allegations and ensure that we clean up the agency. But how are these people being investigated when they are on the job? My understanding is that some of these positions are senior positions. How do you trust that they will not interfere with the investigations that are being conducted into them? Well, sufficient mitigating measures have been put in place. For instance, you are saying that people came back to their position, which is not accurate. There are mitigating measures that have been put in place to ensure that people do not interfere with investigations, but also that the forensic firm does its work with the NPA. What are those mitigating factors? What, What have you put in place? One of those is that people do not return to their positions to ensure that in a five the allegations that have been made uh, against them are, are, are kept in check. For instance, if somebody was working in the financial uh, division or maybe in the director general's office, uh, in the case of one person, you do not allow that person to go back to that position, but you make sure that the person comes back in an organization and takes on another responsibility, which will contribute to the performance of the organization. So here's one of the things that I'm struggling with. As the SSA, you say you take the the, the Mufamadi report seriously. You want to implement all of if, all of its recommendations. Very soon, we'll have findings by the Zondo Commission of Inquiry as well that will need your implementation. Now, 
if we base it solely just on the Mufamadi report, you then have acknowledged that you are aware of these irregularities and misconduct that has been identified in that report, and you accept that there are people who must be held accountable. As it stands, who has been fired from the organization as a result of disciplinary processes that have been sparked by the findings of the Mufamadi report? No, look, we have not gotten into that point at the moment with regards to the Mufamadi report. The investigations are ongoing. But, Kathy, understand me. We are walking a tightrope here. You've bought internal regulations, the intelligence services regulations of 2014 that are saying if you suspend a member and within 18 months you have not charged that person, you would be breaking the law or you would be in violation of your own policy if you don't bring that person Yes, back. so then so why, don't, why don't you complete the, the disciplinary hearings within the, the set time frames? Those are the irregularities that happened in the past. No, they're happening now. They're happening now because you're still not able to conclude an investigation within the specified time period. So at the end of the day, what South Africans want to be able to know is that the agency is serious when it says that number one, it is cleaning house. Number two, that it is holding people accountable. It cannot be that between 2018 and 2022, there's still not a single person that you can say you have have let go of as an institution as a result of the findings of the Mufamadi report and in the same breath say to South Africans that you're turning the state of the organizations ar- the organization around and that we must take you seriously. You have seen, Katie, on more than one occasion, people going to court. I did mention this point that there are cases as I speak to you before the commercial crimes court. I mean, even I think last week there was somebody who was convicted uh, of fraud from the agency. And this is a result of the work that is happening in terms of trying to uproot the corruption and fraud. So it's not going to be a crash, boom, bang approach. We have to respect people's rights. We have to ensure that we're meticulous in terms of prosecuting the cases so that we don't bungle up the whole process. So there is work happening. There are investigations going on. There are consequences. People have been taken to court and some of them have been convicted. As, 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 as late as last week already, somebody was convicted by the Commercial Crimes Court. Convicted of? Convicted of fraud, stealing money from the agency. Okay. So ultimately then, when it comes to those members who have been suspended, let's talk about those members who were given their jobs back, who had been fired but were reinstated back into the agency. When you say let's talk about them, I don't know what you mean. So, so um, I'm saying it's part of it's part of what it's part of what this report that we have been talking about this expose, um, it's part of what is contained in that report. The allegation is that they, the, the News Twenty Four report. The allegation yes, is that yes. there were members that had been yeah. fired from the agency that were yes. reinstated back into their jobs. Yes, what this report alleges is that the bringing back or reinstatement of those people is a reinforcement of criminal networks. And we are saying that is not true. It is not true, firstly, because there are allegations against these people, that, but these, these allegations have not been tested. And secondly, we have reinstated these people because 
to let them sit at home for such a long period of time would be breaking our own policy. I'm not talking about those that were suspended. I'm talking about those that were fired. What about those who were fired? Yes, I'm, 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 ask, I'm asking about those who were fired specifically. That are they people who were fired by the agency but have now been reinstated in the agency? No, there is nobody who has been fired, as far as I know, who has been reinstated. The people we are talking about are people that have been sitting on suspension whose investigations have not been concluded. And we thought that that would be against our own policy. And therefore, we have to reinstate them so that we don't break our own policy. But do not forget that we have not forgotten that there are allegations against you and we are going to pursue those allegations even as you are back into the agency. So from an outsider then looking in, when you have these people that have had these allegations against them but still are able to keep their jobs in the midst of these investigations that you say are taking place, it's not improbable that they are basically still continuing with part of what they had been accused of before. I'm not saying it's what's happening. I'm saying it's not improbable. Well, you could look at it that way. But what we are saying to you is that the allegations must be tested in court. The ball is in our court to ensure that we speedily follow up on the matters and ensure that the allegations are investigated properly. And if we find any evidence of wrongdoing, take those people to court and charge them. All right. We're going to leave it there for this morning. Mava Scott is the spokesperson for the State Security Agency. Uh, So that's part of where the agency is in the investigations against some of these officials um, who have been accused basically of being part of the operations to run parallel structures, um, who have been accused of fraud Uh, misconduct and corruption they effectively get to go back to their jobs because they the investigations the investigations against them have not been concluded in time Um, and this is the same the same state security agency 